What's up, guys? I'm Nathan with the Fantasy Fanatics. I'm here with Spencer. You want to say hello? What's up, guys? We are super pumped because this is the very first weekly rankings video we're going to uh, produce for y'all. We've got the very first game this Thursday, which is three days from today. It's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. Um, and so for this first video, we're going to be going over the Cowboys, uh, uh, excuse me, the quarterbacks of, of all teams for week one, where we got them ranked and why we got them ranked there. Uh, so you want to jump right into it? Yeah. If you if you want to check out these rankings, you could check them out on our website, theffanatics.com. Um, you can also check out our YouTube, the Fantasy Fanatics, and check out our website, the FF Fanatics Three. I mean, Twitter. Sorry. Hey, give them, give them a look at the homepage, the fresh new look, and we'll go back to the uh, we'll go back to the rankings. It's such a clean design. Shout out Cole Schick again for making the website for us. It's awesome. It's beautiful. There's some of our sleepers, and we'll have to change that whole format this week. Yeah, we'll have um, new updated will, articles. These right here will likely be some waiver wire targets that you can go for. Um, also, our podcast, um, you know, maybe some hot takes from Hot Takes for Life. Yeah, Mr. Shout hot out. Takes for <laughs> Shout out, Robbie. Shout out, Robbie. But uh, let's go get started with number one. Uh, we have a unanimous Number one, Patrick Mahomes. I think that's pretty easy, though. Scroll, scroll up just a hair so we can see whose rankings are here. There, we, there go. we go. Yep, so number one you said is Pat Mahomes, of course. Yep, I think that's pretty easy. We both have Matt one. I feel like it might be even a shootout. Um, I could see him hanging anywhere from 30, 38 points on the board against Cleveland, who has a, you know, okay defense of talented players, but sure, not good enough to keep up with Mahomes. He's got too many weapons, um, especially if Cleveland's offense is what people are expecting it to be with Odell back, the two running backs, Jarvis, Austin Hooper, all these guys. Um, it, it it could very well be a high-scoring affair. Is that the game of the week? Uh, I like – I don't know. The very first game, Tampa and Dallas is going to be up there. That's, that's, that's going to be very fun. That's certainly fun. I think Pittsburgh and Buffalo is going to be a good one. I'm pretty excited for Arizona and Tennessee. Arizona, Tennessee. You know, I was just about to say Arizona, Tennessee as well. Uh, and to see all the rookie QBs or the two rookie QBs who would be playing. Yeah. You know, the Jets and then uh, a barn burner between Jacksonville and Houston. I'm, I'm going to say the Jags just absolutely murder them. <laughs> but who knows? Maybe Tyrod throws yeah, it back. <laughs> because anything can happen. I mean, Jacksonville beat, I can't remember who they beat week one last year and then they didn't win another game all season. So, I can't remember. It's oh, so long ago. I don't anything can anything can happen week one. Yep. But uh, let's go to number two. I have Lamar at two. You have him at four. I have him at two solely based on him facing what I think is a bottom five defense, where I think that they maybe aren't playing halfway through the fourth quarter. Really? That's bold. That's so. bold. Bold prediction. Wow. <laughs> I would say that's bold. Uh, let's also emphasize they have a three-way tie for second place between Lamar, Kyler Murray, and Josh Allen. We just got them all two, three, four. We got them backwards. Um, I think with the three of them, there's not a wrong option. They're all studs. They've all got uh, – Oh, yeah. If you got – These are shootouts. If you got any of those guys, I mean, you're not worrying about it. I mean, they all have – I mean, Josh Allen, I think, definitely has the worst matchup out of all of them. Sure. But he's probably the best out of all of them. And then 
he'll probably, mean, th- he'll probably throw the most out of all of them. Yeah. And then Kyler and Lamar um, can do more with their legs, even though we're not trying to knock Josh Allen's legs, but they're, <laughs> they're, they're not Kyler and Lamar. Yeah. And so we've got the three of them. And then right below that, we've got Russell Wilson at number five. I've got him ranked fifth. Uh, Spencer's got him ranked seventh. And then below that, we've got Tom Brady, who is fifth and seventh uh, flip-flopped. And so we've got them. And then as well as Deck, who's both of our number sixes. So three-way tie and then another three-way tie. Um, This is another group of guys where there's no wrong play. They all have potential to be shootouts. The only one that may pose some problems would be Deck going up up against that Tampa defense, but I think that offense is going to be clicking. I think it's going to be good. Yeah, the reason why I have Brady above both of them is because Brady has the juiciest matchup out of all of them. He has the better weapons. Uh, yeah, I would say I would say Brady's weapons are better than Dak's weapons. Think so? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, w- I would think his three receivers are better than Dak's three receivers. I think so, but I think Zeke might be the tiebreaker if there is one. Yeah, but um, I just think Brady has the better matchup. Than Wilson and then then Dak. I don't love Wilson's matchup. Uh, Indianapolis has a pretty good defense. They do. Um, but who knows if we get first half Russell Wilson, he could e- easily finish his QB one this week. Yeah, that All sounds right. so fun to say. That sounds so fun to say. QB one this week. We oh, got yeah. football this week. It's, but uh, at, at eight, um, you have Jalen Hurts at eight. I have Aaron Rodgers at eight, and then we, you know, both haven't flipped off at nine. Uh-huh. Um, only the reason I think that Aaron Rodgers is a better play this week is because I think it will be more of a scoring battle so? between New Orleans and Green Bay. Well, I think New Orleans has a much better defense than Atlanta does. Um, I'm banking on Atlanta, you know, throwing the ball a lot, scoring a lot of touchdowns. Um, I don't. I disagree. I think I think they kind of hold the ball and try to keep it so? away from Philly. Yeah. I think they I think I with think Arthur so. Smith coming from Tennessee who loved to run the ball. I mean Mike Davis is no Derrick Henry, but I mean yeah, and he also didn't I, have Calvin Ridley and Kyle Pitts. Yeah, but he did have AJ Brown and Johnny Smith. Well, I that, I don't think that's the same. I don't think that's the same. I would take well, I mean Ridley, I would I, I, I would and, I would definitely take Ridley and Pitts, but I mean I still think he tries to use the run. And somebody who I did pick up this week don't sleep on Wayne Gallman. <laughs> you heard it here first. Six minutes and forty seconds into this video, don't sleep on Wayne Gallman. I mean, he's a decent, he's a decent handcuff in case something happens to Mike Davis. But I don't think he has much standalone value right now. He may vulture a touchdown here or there, but I don't, I don't think he's got much value right now. We'll get into that later. But uh, sure. at ten, we have Ryan Tannehill. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you know right below him. We have Justin Herbert. I have Tannehill ranked at eleven. And ten, uh, Herbert ranked at ten, and then uh, I see right now you have Trevor Lawrence ranked at eleven. Why are you so I, high on Trevor Lawrence? Uh, Houston Texans. That's the, that's the only Houston reason. Texans. Uh, Houston Texans, and I like his weapons. I think he's going to be comfortable because Houston's not going to be able to produce much of a pass rush. He's got Robinson coming out of the backfield. He's got Marvin Jones, DJ Chark, and Lavisca Chenault. Uh, you know, great set of receivers. Um, and if, if Houston can somehow muster up some points, which I mean, Jacksonville's defense is not what it used to be. So if they can muster up some points, it may turn into a little bottom of the league shootout. You never know. And I just really like Trevor. I was going to ask you, why do you have Tannehill above Herbert? Just because Herbert's facing that Washington defense. Well, partly that, I mean, Arizona's defense is going to be no slouch with Chandler Jones and JJ Watt and Buda Baker and all these guys. Sure. They lost Pat P, but 
I, I think they're still going to be good. I just see Tannehill's got Julio Jones and A.J. Brown to throw to. I don't know who on the Cardinals are going to be able to cover that. And Arizona is obviously going to be able to score. They're going to be one of the most dynamic offenses. So I think Tennessee is going to have to throw the ball eventually. They're not going to be able to outrun them just with Derrick Henry because Arizona is going to keep coming. Okay. I got you. And then we have Stafford facing a tough Chicago defense. Not as tough as it once was, though. Um, I have him at 12. You have him at 13. Yeah, but um, still still no slouch by any means. And then uh, looking right now. What do you have Trevor so low? Or not so low. I mean, 15, I think, is kind of low for this week with that matchup. I think Kirk Cousins against Cincinnati and Matt Ryan with the weapons he's throwing, again, uh, throwing to against Philly and because it's Trevor's first start. I, I expect Trevor to be really good. I don't expect him to be super good during his first couple of weeks. But, I mean, if there's a defense to do it against, it's definitely Houston. So you think it's going to take him a little bit of time to get into a rhythm? And Yeah, I just would rather play guys like Kirk Cousins and Matt Ryan this week. That's the only reason. I mean, it's close, but. I can understand that. I just think Trevor's got higher upside, to be honest. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. But I think if you're talking about safe plays, I don't know. I don't know. But now we get into – you know, the kind of this is where like the for sure starters kind of ended. <laughs> yeah, you do not I don't know why you would be starting one of these guys unless you just waited to the last round. But I have Fitz at 17, you have him at 16, and then um I see you have Joe Burrow pretty low. You think it's gonna take some time, you know, after that injury to get back to where he once was? Well, I think there's that that is partly it, because he's been pretty rusty during training camp and the uh, didn't get much work in the preseason, all this. And he's gonna he's got uh Jamar Chase, who's not brand new to him, but brand new to the offense. T. Higgins only got one year under his belt. And then Joe Mixon's kind of a big question mark as to which Joe Mixon we're gonna get. And Minnesota, it's they brought back a lot of the same guys apart from Irv Smith getting hurt. Um and Dalvin Cook, I think he's gonna run all over this team. So it's gonna take it's gonna wind the clock down, not gonna be as much opportunity. But Joe Burrow certainly has that top 15 upside. He's just not someone that I'm looking to play because there's much better options in that, you know, five or six quarterback range above him. Okay. And I, one more thing I want to talk about. I see that you have Winston at 23, I have him at 19. What's the, what's the reason behind that? Just the lack of weapons? Well, and Green Bay. Green Bay's defense is actually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the, the lack of weapons, certainly. You know, Kamar is going to get his. And as far as I think Marquez Callaway may catch the occasional deep ball. And then you may see, I don't know, a little bit of Troutman here, or there, or somebody like that. But no real rushing upside there. That's the only thing to worry about. With Jameis, yeah, none. Like he's he's not a mobile quarterback. He's got a great arm, but hopefully his uh, color blindness is gone and he'll be able to throw it to the Saints players. <laughs> but why do you have him at 19 above someone like Darnold or Zach Wilson or somebody like that? Well, they're facing a really good offense just because I think they're going to have to keep up. Uh, I, I, th- I think he could throw to Kamara 20 times and then end up as a top 15 quarterback. Yeah, Kamara definitely gives him something something different, but it's going to be Marquez Callaway and, and who? Like who else is going to catch the ball? Sleeper of the year, Adam Trout. And Okay, and who? I mean, who else? Traquan Smith. Isn't Traquan Smith hurt? I don't know. I, I think don't he's know. Hurt. I, I haven't really considered ranking Traquan Smith this year. So. <laughs> I think he's I, hurt. Um, and then I don't know if there's any really – other guys to talk about unless maybe really, maybe Zach Wilson. 
Yeah, I I have him a little bit lower just because of them face. Uh, it's his rookie start. It's his first ever start. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. And then same reason I have Trevor Lawrence a little bit lower than you do. I got you. I, I think exactly. I think it would take him some time. He has some okay weapons. Yeah, not really any great weapons. And I think it will take a little bit of time for Michael Carter, Elijah Moore, mm-hmm. all of them to get going. Yeah, I think Corey Davis is going to see a lot of work. Um, and Zach Wilson's one of those players where if you've got just like a really solid, a really solid rest of your roster and your quarterbacks, maybe you're picking between like Zach Wilson and I don't know, like a Roethlisberger or Jameis or somebody. I would play Wilson just because he's got that kind of mystery factor about him. Who knows? Like maybe he's going to blow up. There's always, there's always rookies that blow up their first season. The last year we saw it with like Justin Jefferson and all these guys and Joe, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. So Zach Wilson's a wild card. You, you never know. He may he may be one of those guys. I think that person this year is Justin Fields. I th- I mean that I think that's the easiest choice, and people are pointing to Trey Lance as well. But you don't know when it's going to be. But Justin Fields, based on how he looked in the preseason and the opportunity he gives with his legs, I think that's the. the I would say second half for, second half versus the Rams. Say that again. Second half for th- versus the Rams. You think so? <laughs> You think yes. second half yes. versus the Rams? <laughs> I saw a poll this one. It was like, when do you think Fields gets his first start? <laughs> and it was like, uh, it was like week five, week four, and then after Andy Dalton takes his first <laughs> sack or something like that. I, I can't remember yeah. what it said, but I think yeah. it'll be sooner rather than later. Well, speaking of Justin Fields and the Bears, um, we've got some exciting news coming. We won't spoil it just yet, but keep in keep on the lookout for some uh, Chicago Bears this- content coming. This Wednesday or Thursday, I think it will be recorded Wednesday, coming out game day. Is it going to be live streamed, though, where people can watch along? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think it will be live streamed. I think it will just be recorded and put out on game day, a little game day surprise. Yeah, just keep keep your eyes out for uh, for Thursday. Got some big content coming up. All right, guys. Is there there anything you want to touch on? Just uh, follow all our socials. Uh, Like I said, the FF Fanatics 3 on Twitter, the Fantasy Fanatics on YouTube, the fffanatics.com. You got anything else? That's it. Uh, look for us in the next videos. We're going to be coming out with running backs, receivers, and tight ends, hopefully before Thursday, uh, Thursday night football. And so we'll